Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's a midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. We're back to all your phone calls. In just a few minutes, we react to an Eagles victory yesterday over the Washington Commanders. They go to 7-1, the best record in the NFL and the man on the call yesterday, along with Mike Quick and Howard Eskin, of course, is and was Merrill Reese. He joins us now. How you doing, Merrill? Merrill. I am I am doing well this morning. It was a fun game to broadcast. A little closer than it should have been at times, but uh, nevertheless, win number seven. Merrill, when, like, we've been talking about this defense this morning, so I'm curious to see what you think. Is it that this offense, the, the commander's, Commodore's offense, matches up well with this defense of the Eagles? Or is, I, is there some cause for concern for this Eagles defense? Oh, I don't think there's cause for concern because if you look at the way this defense has played week in and week out, it's been, it's been very, very good. And look what they did against Miami. Uh, and Washington, of course, is nowhere near as good as the Dolphins. But Howell played well, and they had this quick passing game that worked for them. But ultimately, the Eagles caught up and came back and really could have won by a lot more had it not been for the two goal line turnovers. They could have, Merrill. I mean, they, they, offensively, when you look at some of the numbers and you mentioned where those turnovers were, Merrill, yesterday, that, that was on the verge of being a 50-point kind of day offensively yeah. if they just don't turn the ball over there in a couple you know, spots very close to the end zone. Yeah, but, but you have to give Washington credit also because Howell has had two very good games against them. The first time he beat them by uh, – didn't beat them, of course, but he, he got to them by running up the middle a lot for 40 yards – this time they kept him behind the line of scrimmage for the most point, but he threw the ball quickly. It got out of his hand very quickly, and the former Penn State great Dotson uh, got loose for a lot of them. He did. Merrill, Jalen Hurts yesterday, outstanding. And yesterday was a different kind of Jalen Hurts games. You know, you know, we've seen him run a lot in certain games over his career. We've seen him throw really well, obviously, in a lot of games in his career. But yesterday felt like the first time, because of the knee issue he's dealing with, that the run game was really almost not at all part of his game yesterday. He was just throwing and mostly just from the pocket. That was the most impressive I've ever seen him as just a thrower. Merrill, what stood out to you about Jalen yesterday? Well, you're right. He, he threw very well, but a couple of times he did dash out of the pocket pretty quickly and still kept his eyes downfield and came up with some great connections. I mean, he, he was really on, and uh, he keeps calm. The thing about him is he doesn't panic a couple of times, even in the pocket, he stepped away from the rush and, and is so agile that he freed himself to throw. Uh, the one downfield uh, from our left to our right in the side of the end zone, to this day I keep thinking about it or looking at a replay. I don't know how physically you could do what A.J. Brown did, reached out with one arm and 
grabbed it with the tip of his fingers, pushed it back into his other hand, and before he hit the ground, was able to stay in bounds, launch himself down to make sure that he was in and hold on to the ball. That ranks with, with the greatest catches I've ever seen. It's up there. I mean, it really is. And, and Mara, I, I think it's, you know, we had a little conversation last week about comparing different, you know, time periods and T.O. in 2004 and obviously, uh, you know, A.J. now. Mara, I also think it's a fair conversation to have if he's the best receiver in the entire league right now. Tyree Kill's having a great season, and he's a great player. Justin Jefferson's great. He's got he's banged up this season. Mara, I think it's fair to, to start talking about A.J. as maybe the best receiver in the whole league. I don't think there's anybody better. I really don't. I mean, Tyreek Hill might be faster, and uh, you know Jefferson does some acrobatic things right now. But I don't think there's anybody better than AJ Brown. He he is awfully good. And don't forget, Devontae Smith is also a great receiver. Uh, in the last couple of games, over the stretch, it's the, the concentration has been on AJ and what he's achieving. But a lot of that has to do with the fact that the other guys require a lot of attention. Uh, when when you have one of those guys and they can double-team them and triple-team them, that makes it tough. But you never know what uh, Devontae Smith is going to do. One time, I never saw him so open. Uh, they were so concentrated on stopping A.J. that Devontae Smith had nobody around them for 10 yards, and uh, Hertz launched it deep downfield. He kind of looked it into his, into his hands like a center fielder and waltzed into the end zone. Well, yeah, Mayor, you know, tomorrow, trade deadline and everything. If you were the GM, Mayor, if you had to upgrade one position on this team, if you were going to do it, what position would that be and why? I think I would probably stay with defense, Hugh, and, uh, and secondary. I think that would be where I would go. I think in every other spot, they're pretty good. I think they're, they're a very, very solid team, but maybe a little help more in the secondary because of injuries and whatnot. So I would go there. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Merrill Roos joining us here as he does every Monday after an Eagles win. Seven and one now. Merrill, trade deadline tomorrow. You mentioned uh, maybe more help on that defensive side. But if there's one area I think they, uh, we all feel good about it is the pass rush, and specifically late in games. Merrill, it's almost like I just set my watch now to late in the fourth quarter. I'm waiting for you to call a Hassan Reddick sack. This guy's not just a, a tremendous player. He, he seems to have a knack, Merrill, for closing the game out with a big play. The Rams game. The, the game a couple weeks ago against Miami, last week, yesterday, he gets these big sacks to finish the game. It's, it's, he's got this clutch factor about him too, Merrill. Yeah, he's great. He, he is great. You know, I have to tell you, I want to hear what, what Hugh has to say about this because I think sometimes uh, statistics make no sense to me. There was a time earlier in the game where he sacked, he was wrapped all around Sam Howell, throwing him to the ground, and then at the last second, Howell threw the ball away and they called intentional grounding. On a case like that, I think statistically the, the tackler deserves a sack, and yet he doesn't get a sack for that. I understand if he's about to hit the guy and the ball comes out of the hand first and it's intentional grounding that you don't give a sack, but when he's got him wrapped up like that, he should get a sack, and he doesn't for that. He got one late in the game where it forced the fumble, but he should have had two sacks yesterday. 
Hugh, shouldn't that be a sack? You know, I'm with that, Merrill. Anything, anything <laughs> that gives the, the defenders more sacks, I, I am totally with that. Probably would have had a couple more in my career if that was if that was the case. So, yeah, I'm definitely with that. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, that would help him. I mean, certainly give him some more. But his stats are great anyway. I mean, he after a slow start, he's uh, he's come on in a significant way. Merrill, uh, Merrill as, as he, you know, early on, he didn't have many sacks. But now you look at it, I think he has bigger and better hand. numbers. He got that hand he, he has He has six and a half. Yeah. And let me tell you, aside from all the things he does, he also happens to be a great leader on that team. He is, uh, you know, you have a lot of young players. Hassan Reddick is a guy to follow. And he's well, and the guy behind him, Nolan Smith, obviously learning from a really, really good player and, and a guy who's done it the right way in an Eagles uniform. Merrill, it is officially Cowboys week, which means we got ourselves yep. a huge game on Sunday. Merrill, when you think back, I'm sure you have many, many memories, but which ones stick out to you the most as you get ready for this Cowboys week? Your, your favorite memories of this rivalry? Well, I, I, you know, I, I'm somebody who likes to live in the present and the recent past, but I'll tell you something. I was just writing a commentary for WIP about this. My favorite, I, I, it is positively my favorite. The, the Eagles for years, for years, used to get kicked around by the Cowboys, giving up all kinds of points, and the games were bitter. And then Dick Vermeule became the coach and turned that thing around. And my favorite memory was still January 11, 1981, when the Eagles met the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game at the Vet. And it was the coldest day you could ever imagine. And they went on to win that game 20-7 to and go to the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl 15. That, that was still, after all these years, that game is, is so prevalent in my memory. Yeah, it feels like one of the days that the franchise and what people thought of the franchise really changed there in a big way. And obviously the last you know, 25 years or so, it's been one of the best franchises in the league. Merrill, we always appreciate hopping on. Enjoy the week, and uh, you know we'll be listening Sunday, 425. It is, uh, it's, a, it's a huge game, Merrill. Thank you so much for hopping on. Merrill. Thank you, guys. It's always fun. Always. There he goes. Merrill Reese there talking about Reddick and A.J. Brown. And he, he made sure to give a little credit to everyone's guy, Devontae Smith, as well. Dallas week, yeah. That, I mean, he's the best receiver on team. Well, he's he's the second best, but we can we can say whatever we want. I mean, that's so okay. Yeah, I think you've lost Kyle on this thing. Uh, Kyle's still with me. No, Kyle's I not with me. No, dude, you, come on, man. I he mean, let like, you die on this. At a certain I'm, point, I'm, we cross over that's from okay. like I am legend to, to lunacy. Be, you know, I'll be Will Smith and I am legend. I'm here to save you guys. <laughs> You're I'll the be last one. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's gone. You're gonna crumble on that hill, bro. I mean, it's okay. It won't be the it won't be the first asinine thing I've done in my life. And probably not the last. Not the <laughs> last not, definitely not the last. Smoking <laughs> crack is like a great high. 215-592-949. Let's go back to the phone lines here. Eagles win yesterday. What hits you the most? The offensive excellence between Jalen Hurts and obviously A.J. Brown doing what they do now. Or the defense, which did give up in, I mean, nearly 500 yards to the commanders and Sam Howell. I, I just can't believe what Sam Howell has done to them in two games. It's It's like – I don't even know if he's a starter moving forward after the season. The NFL. They were encouraged by his performance yesterday. I mean, they, they got, haven't been encouraged when he's not playing the Eagles. No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's like, you know what he is? He's a, what's the, what's the guy? The giant killer. Who's the giant Boston killer? Scott. First? Boston Scott. Yeah, he's Boston Scott. Oh, but, but he's the Eagle killer. Yeah, he's Boston Scott for, for them, though. But the good thing about it is he he ain't beat us, but still. Well, I'm just glad we don't have to see him anymore. I mean, the, the numbers. So here are the two games he's faced the Eagles. Yesterday, 39 of 52, four touchdowns, a pick, uh, 397 yards. And then a few weeks ago, he was, where is it, 29 of 41 for 290 yards. So in two games this year, 
he has thrown for nearly 700 yards and five touchdowns against the Eagles. Like, holy moly. Let's, yeah. talk, let's talk to Mark, who's up next on WIP. Hey, Mark. Hey, let me get you a speaker. Yeah, uh, they got a plan for us. That's clear. And uh, I didn't understand something, but for a forget, do you think uh, Levis's four TDs to change the Titans from Sellers? Because you had me on a on a high point last week. Oh about, yeah, I you know what? Getting... It's it's a fair question, Mark. I it probably makes them less likely to sell a little bit. They won the game yesterday, so they're not buried in the standings. Uh, I mean, I think they'd be silly to to not get a good. You know, take a good return for one of their veterans, but yeah, it might give them pause. They might think they have a chance to make the playoffs. You, you said this a couple weeks ago, and I, I kind of, I maybe I get lost in my own stuff just watching yelling at the TV. But you said this a couple weeks ago, like these defensive linemen get their hands up. It's been the same model from enemy both these times we played them. You're not getting to them; they're getting the ball out sub three seconds. So why wouldn't you get your hands up? I mean, I, that that's the way we would coach. Maybe, maybe. The guys are out there, and and they're just not remembering. I can't, I can't envision Coach Decide not telling them, especially with those two big, big D tackles in the middle. To, I if mean, you're not again, getting there to get you, just throw a hand, right. just to throw a hand up, man. I was six one, and I knew right. like they coached that in me so well that I knew that if I wasn't going to get there, just just get your hands up. Right. I used to pay for it a lot, but still, <laughs> I still got and, my hands. And it's up. not like it's not like he's like six foot six. That that how you know. It's like, yeah. I was just screaming at the TV. I don't know if I was missing something, but they were just not doing it. They weren't. And they made it easy. I mean, they, they, and it was the underneath stuff, and then they were running after catch. Mark, we preached. They made it easy for them yesterday defensively. And guys, I you know Slay and, and Bradbury had, did not play very well yesterday. It was rough. It, it's it's the matchup. It, it's the matchup, and it's the quick it's the quick game, and it, it's one of those things where you want to try to keep everything underneath. It looked like a lot of times for me. I didn't play in the secondary, but I had to drop a few times. And I remember, like, a lot of times you have to carry somebody through your zone. That's how I remember Jim Johnson. Hey, if somebody – if it's a wheel route or something, you have to carry it till you get to the next guy, and then you drop off, and then you might have to have something coming somewhere else. You have to have that vision. A lot of times it looked to me like they didn't do a good job of carrying people through a zone. And they were able to sit down in the zone and then get a pat, like get a play, and it was happening quick. I'm saying this all slowly, but it, this was happening kind of quick, and everything was happening quick. But they were killing them with the quick passing game, especially the underneath and the runs after the catch. Something that last week they did a great job of defending against yeah. the run after the catch. It's pretty amazing. Dolphins obviously are way better than the Commanders, but but last week the Eagles played very well against Miami. And they did not play well defensively against the Commanders. 215-592-9494. We'll come back, hit your phone calls here. What's it out to you the most? The offensive excellence or the defense getting torched by Sam Howell? Plus, we have to address the elephant in the room. It's been the Eagles' elephant in the room this year. Jalen Hurts is not fully healthy. We'll let you hear what Jake Lazor said about Hurts' knee before the game, Sirianni's comments, Hurts himself, what he said or didn't want to say on it, and what to make of the whole situation because yesterday he was strictly a Quarterback. He was in a dual threat yesterday. 215-592-9494. Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP.